Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We need to take better care of ourselves so we can care for those God has entrusted to us, whether that's a child with special needs, a spouse with declining health, or in our caregiving professions. 2020 has been a year we will never forget. (laughs) When I stop to think about all the reasons why, I can keep thinking of more and more reasons why we will never forget this year. It's amazing what got packed into just one year. And we are really feeling that as 2020 ends. But as we enter the last three months of the year, I want to slow down a little and make a plan for what I want to do before it speeds past. And maybe you do too. Maybe you want to take back a little control over the year and set some goals you can meet. Goals that are less about what you will accomplish and more about what you will enjoy. Let's do that together today in episode 44 as we create a bucket list for the rest of 2020. I've come up with some categories to help us think about lots of different possibilities and I'll share what I've picked for each category. In 2020, it feels like so many things happened outside of our plan for the year. Like there's We couldn't have planned for the time that our kids would be out of school. We couldn't have planned for the time apart from extended family and friends. Lots of events got canceled. Our routines changed. Celebrations weren't the same. But we can take back a little control in the coming months. We have learned to cope with different limitations. We have gotten into new routines. And we can be creative again as we look ahead to the holidays that we celebrate in October, November, and December. So let's set some bucket list goals for ourselves and our families. I'm not trying to add more to your to-do list. I'm just adding a little more fun to mine and wanted to invite you to join me. Here are the categories I'm working through that might be helpful for you too. Number one, traditions, old or new traditions, movies to watch, books to read, recipes to make, a person to connect with, a house project to complete, a habit to start, and a problem to solve. Okay, so those are the categories we're going to think through as we write out our bucket list for the rest of 2020. So let's jump in. First, traditions, old or new. (laughs) Because this year is so different, our holiday traditions will look different too. As you think about your bucket list, think about traditions you enjoy that you can keep up this year and ones that may need to be adjusted. For example, we won't get to travel to North Carolina to see my husband's side of the family this year, but I can make sure he gets to eat his favorite foods by thinking ahead, getting the recipes from my mother-in-law, and making them myself. We won't have our usual holiday open house when we usually invite like the whole church over the weekend before Christmas. But I thought maybe we can focus on some outdoor decorations this year so that everyone who drives by as they leave the church will see them. Side note, I actually had so many ideas about this that as I was writing the outline for this episode, I kept telling Lee more and more of them. We now have big plans for a display that families can drive through after our Christmas Eve service. Even in 2020, it's important to feel some ties to the traditions you've done in the past or to new ones you want to carry into the future. So, as you are thinking about your bucket list, what traditions do you want to put on the list that you for sure don't want to skip or that you can make adjustments for? Next, let's put these next two in the same category and let's just call the category entertainment. So, what movies do you want to watch or what books do you want to read before 2020 is over? 
Maybe there's something your family wanted to watch but that you never got around to. Or maybe you think this is the year they are old enough to enjoy one of your favorite movies. I know not many movies came out this year, but that gives us the chance to catch up on some that we missed. You could even Google like best movies of all time and see which ones you haven't seen or pick a favorite actor or actress and watch all of his or her movies. This could be a great family goal, a goal for you and your husband, or one that you do by yourself. Now let's talk about what books you want to read. Was there a bestseller that you missed? One that a friend told you about that you haven't gotten around to yet? Is there a genre of books that you didn't read much of this year that you want to hit before 2020 is over? Think of titles, see what your library has, and put those on your bucket list. Here's what I'm adding to our entertainment bucket list. Uh, we keep talking about seeing The Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, it's not a kid movie. <laughs> We've heard that it has lots of language, but I do want to support a movie that has an actor with Down syndrome. So that's going to be on our 2020 bucket list. There are also a few books I've started that I want to finish in 2020. Saints and Scoundrels by Nancy Guthrie is one. And I usually like to read a productivity book in December to prepare for January. So I'll look for a good one in that genre and add it to my library list. The next category is recipes to make. This could be something that you bake or a main dish or really anything that sounds good. I'm not usually a baker, but I do make caramel apple cider cookies in the fall. They are so good. I'll put the recipe in the show notes. And my friend Terry Lynn has a recipe for snickerdoodles that I make every Christmas. So I'm putting both of those recipes on my 2020 bucket list because I don't want to forget to make them. I've also seen a few soup recipes that I want to try. Every time I pick up books from the library, I browse the cookbook section and I pick up a couple of those. And then as I look through the cookbooks, if I see a recipe I like, I take a picture of it on my phone. So I have some fun options to work through in the coming months from those cookbooks. Is there a favorite recipe you don't want to forget to make or a new one to try? Put it on your 2020 bucket list. Okay, now let's talk about a person we want to connect with. 2020 has been a strain on lots of different types of relationships. You couldn't get together with friends as often, you didn't spend as much time with family as usual, and most of us were away from church, or may still be away from church. So there are lots of options for who you may want to connect with before 2020 is over. Way back when all of this started, I set a goal for myself that I would connect with at least one friend a day, and I've been tracking it in my Streaks app, and today is day 176 of texting or talking to someone outside of my family who I know in real life. So my plan for what's left of 2020 is to connect with family members. There are so many we would usually see, but won't get to see this year, especially on my husband's side of the family. I'm going to make a plan now for doing something special around Thanksgiving and again around Christmas so we feel more connected to them. Like I'll probably mail my mother-in-law some of my snickerdoodle cookies because she really loves them. And I'll be sure to take pictures of all the things that we do between now and then and send those pictures to family members. Both my mom and Lee's mom have those digital picture frames that you can email pictures to and that they show up at their houses. Um, they're so super handy, so I'll make sure that I keep sending them pictures of everything that we're doing. Uh, you can take some time this week to think about who you want to connect with before 2020 is over and make a plan so it happens. <laughs> 
The next category, projects around the house. I know this isn't true for those living in other climates, but the next few months are actually perfect weather for those of us in Houston to get outside projects done, like cleaning out the garage. <laughs> so that's going on our list for sure. You may have some inside projects that need attention since the cold weather will keep you inside more. When we lived in Pennsylvania, we had steps we took to winterize the outside of the house and cozyfy, if that's even a word, the inside of the house. Maybe you need to make some big changes to one of the kids' rooms, or you need to clean out and organize the pantry. Whatever would help you feel calmer in your space is worth putting on your 2020 bucket list. Okay, we have two more categories to go. Uh, the next one is a habit to start. You don't have to wait until January 1st to start a new habit. If you start now, by January 1st, it could already be a part of your rhythm and routine. I have a whole episode on creating new habits if you want to go back and listen to episode 8. The keys that I have found to making them happen is to create a helpful habit trigger, which I talk about in that episode, and to make the habit part of your identity. For example, you read the Bible every day because you are the type of person who believes that that's part of growing in godliness. Or you run three days a week because you are a runner. That's part of your identity. You are someone who believes exercise is an important part of releasing your stress or keeping healthy. I mentioned earlier I use the app called Streaks to keep up with the habits I've set for myself so far in 2020, but there's one that I haven't been great at meeting, <laughs> so I'm focusing on it in the coming months, and that's to get at least 5,000 steps a day. And I know that may not sound like much to those of you who get way more, but it's more than I am getting right now, and so it's a good goal for me. Okay, our last category. Let's look around and see if there's a problem to solve before 2020 is over. It could be a very small problem that just hasn't gotten your attention so far, or a big one you don't want to carry with you into 2021. Like last week, I bought two new extension cords because we had a problem that could be solved with that quick Amazon click. Remember, my rule is if it can be solved in 20 minutes or with $20, handle it right away. 20 minutes or $20 is pretty easy to remember as we finish out 2020. Other problems that need solving may be deeper. I've talked about getting a therapist for myself, which I did this year. Maybe a problem that needs solving is you taking steps to focus on your mental health or making other appointments like the dentist or getting a mammogram. I am totally preaching to myself on that last one because I should have gotten a mammogram last year when I turned 40 and I still haven't done it. Uh, solving a problem takes a little effort, but sure makes you feel good when it's done. So look around for a problem you can solve before 2020 is over. So there are the categories for my 2020 bucket list. Traditions, old or new, entertainment, recipes to make, people to connect with, house projects to complete, habits to start, and problems to solve. That should keep me pretty busy as we end the year, but busy with lots of fun stuff or things that will at least be satisfying when I get them done, which makes me pretty happy. So join with me in praying as we end our time together today. God, Psalm 118.24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As hard as 2020 has felt at times, we want to end the year by rejoicing and being glad. 
Sometimes we have to be a little proactive about doing things that make us glad, like writing out a bucket list. As we look at the months ahead, help us to seek joy for ourselves and create joy for our families. We are so thankful that even in hard times, we know you have a plan and a purpose for us. Help us to slow down and enjoy the gifts you give. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me for this episode, friends. Next week, I'm excited to share with you an interview that I'll be doing with Meg Apperson about her new book called Sky Full of Stars. It's going to be full of encouragement and you don't want to miss it. So if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, take a minute and do that now, and then it'll show up in your feed next Monday morning. I hope you have a great week ahead. I'll be in our Facebook group talking more about my bucket list and asking you to share what's on yours. If you haven't joined our Abiding Caregiver Facebook group yet, there's a link in the show notes and I'll see you there this week and then meet you back here next Monday for our interview with Meg Apperson. Have a great week, friends.